This is a News Laundry podcast and you're listening to the awful and awesome entertainment rap. Hello, hello and you're listening to the awful and awesome entertainment rap with me, Dipanjana Pal and Rajshri Sen. It has been a raining week, a soggy week, which is a very good reason to stay absolutely indoors and uh, do the things that we're going to tell you to look up. Because have you been out at all this week? I have and I've lived to regret it. Your car fell out of yeah, itself. I would like to thank Mr. Khattar and DLF for ruining Gurgaon. But that's a story for another day. If you have been in similar situations, which is basically in a pothole with the chassis of your car far away from you, um, let it be known that you still had 4G in those circumstances, which means you could have checked out the trailer for Death in the Gunch, which we'll tell you about. Or if you were feeling particularly bored, you could have watched all of Ghostbusters or you could have gone to Ambient Small and watched it. I could have just stopped at Ambient Small. Um, But uh, both of which we'll tell you about in case you were stuck in the rains and not, uh, I don't know, wasting your data. Aside from that, we have uh, Rajashree on Mamta Kulkarni, which just that in itself are magic words to my ears. Melania Trump and of course, this week cannot go past without us talking about Harry Potter. So we will talk about the new Rowling book as well. But first, A Death in the Gunge. Uh, Death in the Gunge is the new movie which is which has been written and is directed by Konkuna Sen Sharma. Yay! Yeah. Gunge over here is McCluskey Gunge, the hill station. And it's about, it's set in 1979 is what it says. And it's a Bengali family and friends go to McCluskey Gunge to meet the parents of some of the members in that group. And it's a stunning cast, which is not yeah. surprising given, you know, Konkuna Sen's Sharma has been working with extremely intelligent people yeah. in her career. So that cast includes Tilottama Shom, Kalki Kaklin, uh, Tanuja, Gulshan Devaya, Ranvi Shore, Om Puri, and uh, perhaps most recognizable now after the success of Nija, Jim Sarb, yeah. who after being a terrorist now shows up as a mustachioed man. Just exactly. generally. So the what you get from the trailer is that they are out there in uh, McCluskey Gunge, which is like a tongue twister if ever there was one. And it's the interaction that you have on a family holiday. So there's someone is pulling someone else's leg. There's always the person who is the butt of all jokes. There's the bully in the group. There's also a young girl who that's basically the main, the focus of the... There are two focal points, actually. There's Kalki, who is like the hot uh, person who everyone is after. And there's this little girl who's around 11 years old. And she hangs out a lot with someone called Shutu. Now, Shutu is a man, yeah, right? And I think from what I could tell of the trailer, which has a fabulously creepy, spooky quality to it, um, Shutu seems to have uh, a certain unsureness about him. He's nervous, not entirely, uh, nowhere close to confident, really. The main thing about, as the name says, it's about a death which happens. So there's a murder which takes place. And what you get from the trailer is that it's most probably that young girl who goes missing. 
or we dies. do know that she goes missing now whether she is the one who dies yeah, is what we, we don't, don't know. know so it's been selected for tiff yeah. uh, which is the toronto international film festival and it's going to be shown there right and it will i think be premiering there uh, toronto is one of the more prestigious film festivals mm. that you can go to in north america it also has a very strong south asian diaspora uh, toronto in general which is why a lot of the indian films are encouraged there and they get a really good um, viewing once they go there um so what for you was your favorite moment in the trailer so the trailer reminded me of this satyajit ray film called aronnet din ratri where again it's set in the 70s because it was shot in the 70s but uh, it's about a group of city slickers who go out to a small uh, town in i've forgotten it's somewhere in bihar they go and they stay in a circuit house over there and there's no murder in that but there's the interactions between the characters and the dialogues were what were the focal point of that film and uh, it's very similar the treatment looks quite similar so i don't know whether that's coincidental or she's uh, meant it to look like that and uh, so it reminds me of i'm sure it's not coincidental yeah. Um, but yeah while aronet din ratri they went to palamo yeah. um aronet din ratri was about sort of bringing a more elemental side of yourself yeah. out with no provocations whatsoever mm. it's just everyday life in the city keeps you within certain trappings of yeah. civilization and convention which are lost when you come out of there um death at the ganj while it does seem to have that kind of journeying out it's also you have an actual crime so yeah. there is amongst you somebody who can or at least it seems there's somebody who can do evil yeah <sighs> maybe if we um bend the knees and put the body in a fetal position um i had the most fun this week hmm. when i went to see ghostbusters oh i've missed watching it but it was because you were stuck in gurugram yeah, that with too. a car that yeah. was separating from itself um so ghostbusters uh, is a remake of a film that was made back in 1984 and there's been a lot of negativity surrounding it because the central characters in the 1984 film were four guys uh, and famously it's considered a cult film it was sort of, delightful yeah. right like it was cheap it was b grade horror that became yeah. strangely fun because of people like Dan Aykroyd and Bill Murray Bill Murray who was, was amazing yeah. um now this cult classic has been remade in 2016 by Paul Feig or Feig I think he's pronounced his name Feig. Yeah. Anyway, Paul Feig has directed it. He's also written it with um with Kate Dippold. Mm. And Paul Feig in his career has basically stood out for creating fabulous women characters mm. and showing sort of a the equivalent of a bro flick. So we haven't actually got a word for it because cis flick sounds just terrible they like but not really that's not it at all now because he had four women playing the ghostbusters the internet went insane yeah if you have seen the film you will realize and i say this as someone who likes the 1984 original as well there would be no point making a remake of this with four men yeah because it would be the it's same story it's already been done with yeah. four men the only reason The 2016 reboot works and feels different is because there are four women and they neatly turn the tables right so now there are four women 
who are doing their thing and in between of there's one blonde person who incidentally is the receptionist and a man hmm. thor by the way shows up as uh, oh yes of course indeed um and uh he's chris hemsworth is just there for his body he's literally i can see so he was on graham norton show with the rest of the cast and they all the women just praised him and praised him because they said not only is he good looking he's such a lovely person and it's so horrible that he's such a lovely person but he was very proud of the fact that he was totally objectified in yeah, this film yeah he's a sex object yeah. in the film the final credits basically have him doing like a very cheap bad disco <laughs> so cute so but even aside from you know gender relations which presumably i as the black hole of fun like to find in every situation um this was a simple fun film kristen wig melissa mccarthy are two comic geniuses yeah. when they banter you just shut up and giggle mm. because that's really all you can do kate mckinnon plays the character of jillian holtzman who's like the scientist amongst yeah. them uh engineer scientist amongst them she is so funny and she has this ridiculously cool action sequence when she's got all these ghosts around her and her lassos come out and i was thinking wonder woman really has to up her <laughs> game because jillian holtzman just killed it the women strike back at least against the white men they have a chance so a new channel launched yesterday in the uh, relationship food entertainment space This is a relationship between food and entertainment. No, it's a relationship by itself. Then there's food and then there's entertainment. The channel is called FYI TV. As in for your information. No. Oh no. It's called For Young India. Why are you watch? Why are we wa- This is why I haven't watched it. I'm not young. No, I watch anything which Mukesh Bhai does. So this is one of TV18's new channels and the reason I watched it is because it was launched by two of my favorite uh, male celebrities. One of whom is Chetan Bhagat. <gasps> and the other is vicky ratnani who according to me is no longer a chef but is only a celebrity so uh, it was launched yesterday at 10 pm and you can watch it just scroll through your satellite tv and you find it i found it after all but what marks this is that it seems that uh, the so there's local programming and they've also got it's an american Because channel as well tv i believe is an american channel yeah, that they so must they've be got, franchising yeah so they've got some of the american programs as well now the indian program that they launched with at 10 pm is called rivals in law it's about the entire dynamic which we've been told about in saas bahu serials that mothers in law and daughters in law don't like each other and the only thing that they do through the day is cook and fight over the kitchen to cook food for the son of the house like the yeah, husband because God or the forbid son they eat yeah yeah forget them eat they also don't do much else like this is the focal point so we Vicky Ratnani is uh, hosting this show and they had Vicky Ratnani author of Vicky goes veg yeah same same to same absolutely so vicky is hosting this show and both the shows the first show had a celebrity couple so to speak in the sense that do you know of I'm this sorry, celebrity what is this celebrity couple so do you know of this celebrity called Ro- Ro- rohit roy not ronit roy he's a tv star 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 so he and his wife mansi paul 
and his mother so the mother and daughter in law had a cook off but they were i don't think they met with vicky and the channels liking because they the two get along very well Hi. and they said no no she cooks better the other one said no no she cooks better when they cooked also they said oh he liked your one more like it was all very very happy happy so the next episode had a mother in law and daughter in law who hate each other wait wait this launched last night yeah 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 they've already had two episodes two episodes they had one okay. after the other then chetan bhagat promoted his new show which is called real two states couples now this is a take off on his magnum opus Two, two states, states where which was about supposedly about his life about a woman who a woman is fr- a tamil woman, woman and marital. a punjabi man so the promo is about and falling in this. love having sex before marriage no <gasps> no no so they no, no, they did who in the book oh thank god i thought chetan bhagat and his wife which they might I'm have sure also they have children <laughs> they had sex no so the promos had a chennai bride in a bengali groom's house where they spoke bengali the way jackie shroff does in uh, devdas where he says bandhu and also they've got totally incorrect bengali pronunciations one would think that they would have did made the woman a, go ish she almost did it was pathetic but the next promo was about dilli ka munda apni tam bram in laws ko impress karne chala but this is not the program which stunned me the program which stunned me is an american show mm-hmm. called married at first sight by the way it is an i just checked this up it is an fyi show from america uh, i really hope that they bring us cocktails with chloe they i think they will and i cocktails will watch cocktails with a key and then maybe there'll be like cocktails with chloe and coffee with karan yeah. and can you imagine like the 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 key wo- the, the key. world of possibilities oh. so married at first sight is made for india because it's about four experts are going to arrange three marriages of people who will not see each other before they get married and they say it in this very casual manner they these say, are indian couples here no these are all american couples and they say it, the four experts say it in a very casual manner that you do realize you will have to get divorced if you want to call this off in the next instance they also tell you that every 13 seconds in the us there is one divorce so maybe this show is helping to keep that statistic constant because nothing else makes sense but i think this is a very good story uh, sorry a very good show to have mm. in india because we do have a lot of people who get married without you yeah. know ever clapping eyes on one another but here's what the show will tell them that it's okay if it doesn't work out get yeah? divorced get divorced you don't have to stay together the, Then which what? is what we are which so, i think is a uh, not a bad message to put out there now that you're saying it maybe what i thought that fyi tv is regressive is incorrect and it's actually progressive thanks to chetan bhagat then this it's subversive yeah and then vicky ratnani telling you go every day fight it out in the kitchen with your mother in law make better paneer than her this is what you are meant for you know it was all going well until you said paneer so over in america they've been having a lot of fun thanks to the american elections but things got particularly racy last week when the new york post well known for being a little bit conservative hmm. ended up printing nude photos of melania trump wife of donald trump 
and they went with the headline the ogle office if you please and menage a trump they had two they also had one that said menage a trump um which actually that's almost nice because yes trump and trump they married yeah. they should be menaging as it were anyway so this uh, this cover had photographs of like i said melania trump in a zenud and uh, these are old photographs that were taken back in 1996 yeah 95 right? 96 um yeah. actually there's a really fun story on the guy who photographed mm. them who seems to be quite a character yeah. in and of himself but anyway so what what ended up happening as always is that there was there's been a lot of conversation around this cover mm. what it means the sexism of it and the non-sexism of it trump actually came out looking quite good in this because he gave a public statement uh, or rather his company gave a public statement saying that they didn't find anything embarrassing about this um trump said that you know the this is a celebration of the human body as art and there's nothing to be embarrassed about she's a beautiful, she's a beautiful woman, woman which, she is. which is absolutely true i mean hello that photo is gorgeous particularly if you take away the blue stars they have on her nipples that's a little bit strange also i don't think they would have photoshopped it then in 1996 so well they still could have photoshopped it but i don't care she looks lovely very perfect she just <laughs> yeah she really is quite lovely now the thing that is interesting because i always like the conspiracy theories right yeah. and when it comes to trump there is never a shortage of them do you believe the conspiracy theory and how do you feel about melania trump so i don't believe there's a conspiracy theory because i think new york post is famous for doing these it's very wild it's like sun and daily mail it's these are horrible tabloid papers and they've been sitting on these pictures supposedly for a while and they decided now is a good time uh also it's suspicious it is suspicious because new york post did support him during the new york primaries but uh i don't think there's a conspiracy theory i think they just wanted to sell papers and they know this will sell but you know what's sad for me is that it uh it proves one saying that we've always known and disproves one saying that we've been brought up to believe the saying that it disproves is that is, we have all been told since we were tiddly tots that good looking people get good looking people yeah. bad looking people get bad looking people and smart people. people get smart, smart people. people get smart people yeah. dumb people get, get dumb. so basically yeah. like meets like yeah. as is evident from donald trump and melania trump's starkly different physical attributes like does not, not mean get. like yeah exactly One. that's true the other part that it has proved true is that if you can throw a woman under the bus you will throw a woman under the bus if trump can throw a woman under the bus trump will throw anyone under the bus i feel but that that's no, just my personal opinion no she's got thing. a bit of a raw deal for the last few weeks with the speech then uh, well it began with trump i think her raw deal begins early yeah. but no no but listen let's be fair to trump in this case she knew what she was as an i'm sure she didn't marry trump for his humor let's put it you that you never way. know one never knows but i have to say in like you have to give, give her full credit for she is just stunning looking so i think it feeds into that very misogynist way of looking at a wife that you are the so to speak successful businessman and you're going to be president and you have this pretty lovely 
looking wife it sort of gives uh, it gives more weightage in some ways to that stereotype of the woman as a gold digger right yeah. that's how melania trump has been portrayed over time yeah. that if trump didn't have the big bucks that he did by the way he's filed for bankruptcy four times but anyway separate problem but he she gets seen first as the gold digger then when his reputation needs salvaging what do you do you pull out nude photos yeah. of her because it's well worth keeping in mind he wasn't really this progressive about uh wives in general mm. earlier on in the campaign this is the same man who threatened Ted Cruz's wife with I'll spill the beans on her whatever and then know. tweeted a picture about how ugly she was Indeed. so so uh so yeah he's not exactly the nice yeah. guy that So I did think when it came out that it was similar to when Menaka Gandhi had done that uh, expose on Jagjeevan Ram's son in her magazine which was Surya her magazine uh when Jagjeevan Ram was uh, still in like he was uh, slated to almost become the first dalit prime minister and uh of course his son went on to marry the woman who all the pictures were splashed everywhere but this was no I, like this wasn't a expose done by the hillary camp if there is a conspiracy it's an expose done only by by yeah, trump's own people which is quite because it is there's one thing that has been very clear about trump's whole campaign how misogynist it is yeah. like at the republican convention there were badges being sold with hillary's face that said life's a bitch don't vote for one <gasps> Got a love Trump. I actually want to I want a badge like that with my face that says life's a bitch deal with me. Yeah. But then when you when I become president then of America, you can you'll vote others. for me, no? I'll vote for you. Come, you'll be I'll my running sure mate. No, I'll make sure no pictures are released at any time. I'm just saying. I like okay. how you think there are nude photos of me taken by strange <laughs> some Frenchmen. Okay, but okay, one thing which I have to commend New York Post is the opening line of the article which accompanied the pictures and I'm very envious that I have not written such a line. So the pictures are one set of pictures is of Melania with another female model. They are in the nude, so it's supposedly girl on girl. But the line that accompanies it is here's the nation's would be first lady and right beside her a second lady. So from one nude an American nude let us be sanskari and desi yeah. and focus on the lady who made it who had no issues with being nude back in 1993 so it's 2 years before 3 years before melania years did before it. melania damn it so uh, this is yesterday a star an actress and today's legend i would like yeah, to say yeah she is so this is about mamta kulkarni who is in the news after very long and her life seems to be like a film script like one of the best film scripts i really want someone to make a film on her yeah i think they may they may cast her as well so mamta kulkarni had acted with she's an actress from the 1990s and she had acted with sharukh khan salman khan akshay kumar she has done some of the most interesting uh, songs possible as well she's not in the news for that uh recently around 
two years back she was discovered again because she had become a yogini and she had written a book called which everyone should buy called autobiography of an yogini but that's not the end of her fame how you're restraining yourself from yeah, not pointing out the not problem not at all now she is a drug lord drug lady surely drug lady i suppose that sounds too much like bag lady but yes go on so she's a drug uh, lord lordess. she's like yeah lordess she's like a godmother because she married someone called vicky goswami who's an international drug lord and they uh, he's been arrested in 1997 and he's in jail for now 25 years but in the meantime mamta kulkarni has been striking deals in uh, nairobi and kenya for these these drug deals it's a ephedrine uh, drug uh, racket that they have and she's recently been in the news because three days back all her bank account she has eight bank accounts which have been frozen and there was 67 lakh in foreign currency in just one bank account in malad and don't judge her for malad yeah i'm not do you have 67 lakhs and eight bank accounts in desi currency also i don't have in foreign currency also i don't have i i'll tell you how much ephedrine has been found it's 18.5 tons of ephedrine have been uh, seized okay given some of the things that uh, mamta kulkarni has said i think she's consuming some of the ephedrine herself because she's likened herself to sita and uh, goswami to ravan she said that just being around ravan ruined her reputation like mine has been ruined by vicky if it happened to her think i am just a mortal and a yogini and and, and, and yogini and yogini so mamta kulkarni thank you for coming back into our lives but it's awesome yeah she's an entrepreneur right now don't judge how many people can say that they you know shouted down salman khan and akshay kumar and no, shahrukh no. khan salman and shahrukh were given a bollocking by her on the sets of karan arjun this is according to salman and uh, shahrukh themselves where she summoned them and she told them that they better get their moves correct because she's not going to keep giving takes so there you go posed topless in 1993 uh, gave a bollocking to salman khan and shahrukh khan did not become a drug mall became a drug lordess yeah. all right so we're coming close to the end but we cannot finish cannot talk about pop culture this week without bringing in harry potter uh because there is a new harry potter book it's called harry potter and the cursed child and it is written by jack thorn jk rowling and john tiffany um it's not actually a book it's a screenplay it's a right? script of what is going hmm. to be a west end play yeah and it's based on an original news story which uh which is based on harry potter characters which are world famous mm-hmm. and it starts 19 years after the events of the last book so he's 37 in this supposedly right. you're not a harry potter fan no i find it very childish and uh, but it's meant for children so <laughs> it's okay that it's childish to be fair miss rowling has turned many into potter heads who are not children that's true uh, but the whole point i'm going to give away the you know uh, there are spoilers in this so if you don't want to know then you should quickly go to the end and find out the question because yeah. then you can get a gift if you get five in a row right but before the question uh, the whole point of um, harry potter and the cursed child are 
dad-son relationships. Hmm. Harry has a son called Albus, named after Dumbledore, um, who gets sorted into Slytherin. You're looking at me like I have just thrown Einstein's formula at you. I feel like Dipanjana has had some ephedrine right now. Okay, carry on. <laughs> There's something going on with... You just said I had nude photos and now you're telling me I have ephedrine. I don't even want to know what you've been having. Hmm. But Okay, so um, 19 years after the last book, we come back to the world of Hogwarts. Harry Potter's son, Albus, is going to go to... Uh, Hogwarts, hmm. and he becomes friends with Draco Malfoy's son. Scorpius, sounds like a car, is a boy. Um, they end up going back in time. Now, this is the part which is really disappointing for me about Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. They go back in time to prevent a death. Now, Rowling, this is something that you love about yeah, Rowling, I know. It's the only thing I like. She kills off people left, right, and which center. Which I think is wonderful, and I... Do- think it's lovely that they don't have to be evil people. They are just like anyone. If everyone. She feels like everyone she just, just kills dies. them. They are horrible deaths. I also like the evil. Tell me Ray Fiennes plays. Voldemort. So I love the fact that he's so evil. Those are the only good things about right, Harry Potter. Right. So this time in Harry Potter and the Cursed Child, they go back in time to prevent one of these deaths. Oh. The one that she picks is Cedric Diggory. Now, aside from being a worthless name... Mm-hmm. He's a rubbish character. I don't need him to stay alive. If you're really... Rowling, like, you get fond of your character. He was played by the guy who would go on to play Edward Cullen. Don't bring him back to life, damn it. Anyway, um, so yes, this is what they do. They bring this one back to life. And in the process, they mess with the laws of time in the magical world and all sorts of crap like that. I've got to say, I think Fantastic Beasts is way, way more fun than Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. So the one thing I have to say, which I feel uh, everyone should read Potter for and give her Rowling credit for, is every child I know above the age of six over the last two days who I have spoken to their parents, each child has bought the book. They are reading. It's a screenplay. So when I was told that it's not a book, it's a screenplay, I know when I read screenplays, it's very different from reading a book because you're reading stage directions and all that. That children are actually reading is just very, very impressive. I sound 60 years old when I say it, but even then. Okay, and it is now time for our question of the week. Before I give you this week's question, thank you once again to everyone who wrote in with your answers for last week's question. I've got to say only one person got it right. Uh, Vebhav Mathur, well done. Wonder Woman was indeed sculpted from a clay figure by her mother, Queen Hippolyta, and received life and superhuman powers as blessing from members of the Olympian deities. I'm going to ignore the fact that you have copy-pasted from Wikipedia because you have copy-pasted the right lines from Wikipedia. So, well done there. And I think this is the second or maybe even third question you've got right. Get two more right and you will be getting a gift from us. So, thank you for listening and thank you for writing in. It is now time for this week's question. Which and is? this week's question is from Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. Who is Panju? A Punjabi boy. Sorry. I'm just going to say, Sri, you would not get any of the gifts that we have for our listeners because till date you've not got one answer right. On that happy note, thank you everyone for listening. We will be back next week. Thank you, Miss Sen. Thank you, Miss Paul. It's a wrap.
Catch all new episodes of the awful and awesome entertainment rap on newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter.